0: Hello and welcome to the Mobile Community Radio Show, CFRU 93.3 FM here in Guelph. Today's episode was my final episode recorded out of the Onward Willow neighborhood group and I had three guests on my final day. I had Beisha, who just recently moved to Guelph within the last couple years and over to Onward Willow in the last six months. And I had Josh and Dana. So the first half of my episode, I'm going to be talking to Beisha.
1: So we're here at Onward Willow.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, would you like to introduce yourself? You don't have to, but you can.
0: Oh, yeah, myself,
2: Disha and and I'm living here in the Dawson Road. And yeah, I'm enjoying here. Awesome. How long have you been here? Uh, in two years.
1: Two years. Yeah. Wow. Where did you live before? India. India. Wow. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, is it? Uh, are you? Is this your second winter
2: then? Yeah, second winter. It's
1: pretty intense. Yeah. Right? I mean, I haven't been to India, but um, I have a few friends that I've been meeting through radio who have come from other places that don't have yeah. winter like us. Yeah, we
2: don't have like that. Yeah. yeah, we have so much like warmer over there. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What would the weather be like this time of year? And this time, this time is a winter, but not kind of the snow over mm-hmm. there. It's just kind like we feeling in our... Summer, Mm -hmm. so we kind of weather over there right now. Really? Yeah, it's kind of wintery, (laughs) (laughs) feel over there. (laughs) Wow. Wow. The summer
1: is very bad. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I guess that's the trade. Our summer is not too bad. Yeah. So So our summer here in Canada is kind of like what it's like in winter in Mm -hmm. India? Yeah. Wow. Yes. Do you guys have to spend a lot of time indoors in the summer then? Yeah. 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 That's interesting. Right? It's yeah. like a trade. It's it's
2: kind of a trade. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um so what brought you into Onward Willow today?
2: Just just uh, like what do you say?
1: Oh, just um you came down to Onward Willow's space. What do you what do you do when you come to this building? Like uh, cuz there's different things, right? There's like clothing yeah, and
2: Yeah. Yeah, here's uh, different different things, right? So here's a community hub, we sometimes enjoy, like go there, the school is behind there, so sometimes I visit the schools, malls are here, doctor's office are here, oh, so, yeah. uh, like all the kinds of locations is near, close to me, so oh, I access awesome. easily. That's great. Yeah.
1: Did you know um, when you came to Guelph, did you pick a neighborhood that was
2: near those things? Oh, no, 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 yeah. oh, no. I was used to live on the, you know, the uh, Canadian Tires? Mm-hmm. I used to live behind the Canadian Tires, and there is just the three houses over there. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I, I feel very alone over there, so yeah. that's why I just think to move here. Oh, cool. Yeah. So you just moved to this neighborhood recently? Yeah, recently. Just, uh, you know, just six months before.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool.
2: You've been enjoying it? Yeah. Yeah. This building's nice. Like there's lots of neat yeah, uh, programs and stuff. Lots of programs. and mm-hmm. my my kid, he's a five year old, he's enjoying the most here. Oh yeah. Yeah, because lots of activities near so he likes this school too.
1: Oh good. Is he at Sheldale, is it then? Or Willow? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. He's in Willow Public oh, okay. School. Okay. Um, I have a five-year-old, too. Oh. Yeah, I have a five-year-old daughter. Is he?
2: Is she in the kinder- kindergarten, She's right? She's uh, senior. Uh, yep, senior, senior yeah. kindergarten, yeah. What's her name?
1: Her name's Arrow. She's, um, I live in a different neighborhood, though, so she goes over to John Galt School. Oh, okay, but, then. Yeah. But I went to Willow when I was um, in grade seven and eight, because and, oh. I've grown up in Guelph. So, uh-huh. yeah, back when I went to school there grade seven and eight was it was only grade seven yeah. eight mm-hmm. so i think little kids in the neighborhood yeah. went to sheldale public school oh, back yeah, then yeah. yeah and then after i was in high school willow became like all the yeah, grades but yeah, yeah 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 it's a nice school huh? yeah yeah it's yeah. neat it's a. it's a, so such a neat um, yeah. ambling building ambling building. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. still remember my first day of yeah. grade 7, just yeah, going mind. down hall
2: after hall. Yeah. Even my son enjoying most here compared to the older school. He, he went to June Avenue School before. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, he enjoying over there too, but he likes here most because it's a bigger space, buildings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so much activities here, so he enjoying the most. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so if you moved here two years ago, I guess your son... Mm-hmm. Wasn't in school in India then? N- you'd be too young, right? You know, we started two and a half year old uh, children in, in kindergarten in, in our India. Really? Yeah. Wow. And there is not a, like government running schools. There there are, uh, you know, private schools. Okay. So we have to pay fees and everything. Oh. Do you um, have to start them at two and a half? If you it's not how it? to be, but mostly all people start. Wow! Yeah, because here is studies less, like activities is more. Okay. But in our India, like theoretical part is the most, and then practical is less. Oh, okay. So. So. Um. Oh. So India has more activities or more studies? More studies. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: Wow. Two and a half is. So. Yeah. yeah no. Even they knows how to write a to z in this age.
3: <laughs> yeah, oh my it's my like
2: gosh. kind of fresh, things. I don't like these things. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, what brought you to Canada? Sorry? What brought you to Canada? Oh, um, uh, like uh, I was educated in uh, med- as a medical microbiology. Oh, cool. So I just applied on the base of my education, and they accepted me, so I came here. Oh, cool. So are you at the university?
1: Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. That's neat. Yeah. It's it's cool. I run into so many different people in this space and people mm-hmm. come here for so many reasons. Like Yeah, so um, many reasons, yeah. The university's so, great. So
2: many immigrants are here, right? Yeah. It's <laughs> awesome
1: though. Yeah. Um, I met another woman earlier in the year when I was here when she just came in one afternoon and she had moved here, um, also to go to the university, a different department, but um, I don't know, I, the, the radio station that I'm here with, CFRU, mm-hmm. is uh, the main radio stations up at the university.
2: okay. And so
1: it makes me really excited to hear how, like, how great of a job they are at oh, bringing yeah. in people yeah. from all over the world. Oh, like, yeah. yeah.
2: Because, yeah, they have most immigrants over there, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there's lots. It's uh-huh. awesome, though. Yeah.
2: Um. So what are you studying? And. As a technologist, okay. So I I passed my exams now, so I'm looking for my job right oh, now. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, like right now I I'm working with the Life Labs mm-hmm. as a technician. Okay. So
1: is that the cool. one that does like a uh, blood testing? Yeah, Some blood okay. and
2: drawing off blood and everything.
1: <laughs> is that, do you like that?
2: Okay. Oh yeah, people don't like it. No, no. they hate needles, right? I know. <laughs>
1: Well, I remember when I was pregnant that mm-hmm. um, I had to get a lot of blood taken. Like it's just oh part yeah, of, I know
2: it's a part of yeah. yeah.
1: There was, I feel like there was one time yeah. where there was like five needles. Oh, I know, and I it's know. So it's
2: so horrible to the patients. Yeah, I yeah.
1: know. Yeah, I, I turn into a child when uh, I'm, oh. i I get so um, you know, weepy yeah weepy. Well. Oh, I know. I just remember seeing all those vials. And just really wishing yeah. they could just share my blood. I'm like, can't you guys just <laughs> take know. one big one and split yeah. it up? It but looks
2: like bigger, but you know, the amount of blood is very small inside. Really? Yeah. People are just scared of these tubes because yeah. it looks so bigger. It does look big. Yeah. So does it
1: like uh, magnify it or something? Or it's just... Just seems big. Just
2: seems big. There is some anti, uh, g- some gels inside it. Oh. So. oh, to make sure it doesn't solidify.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes me feel a bit better. I yeah. admit, when I had like five needles, I thought that like I must have like no blood left. Oh no no no! <laughs> I mean, I knew that wasn't really I the know, case. I know. But that day, I was just like walking. I know. Walk around. I know. Oh, um, do you get to do any um? Like new things in the life labs that you didn't get to do before. Now that you're
2: graduated, I uh, actually I used to work in the hospital in my back home. Oh, okay. So yeah, I, I like life labs because of you know it's every day is something challenging situation, every day new task, and yeah, I'm enjoying it. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, the environment is also nice. I have good colleagues over there. Oh, cool. So
1: they've always been very
2: kind yeah yeah. I don't
1: want my blood taken but they've always been (laughs) very nice I also love that you guys know that
2: people are gonna be nervous yeah you know like yeah yeah because we have to first make them comfortable and Mm -hmm. then take the blood otherwise they're gonna be (laughs) you understand yeah Um, do you guys do x-rays there too no
1: no okay no we just do the blood work so what kind of job are you looking for after this After
2: this, uh, I'm applied in the hospital.
1: Okay. Yeah,
2: as a technologist. So, what does a technologist do? Like, in the technician, they just do the like they just take the blood out, and as a technologist, I can also taste the blood and the machines. Okay. So I have both license, so I can Ah. do anything. Oh, that's (laughs) cool. When did you start? focusing on blood is that i think that's so. a i have experience of eight years okay wow yeah. um so uh do you have any other children or just one
1: just one oh, that's fun
2: yeah
1: how did he feel about coming to canada is he too oh, little he to likes here. oh yeah
2: he love here he even don't want to go back india oh yeah yeah when i when i say to him come on we go back and he said no mama I like here I don't want to go back I have lots of friends here (laughs) (laughs) is your plan to stay here like are you applying for jobs here Yeah. yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah so when you graduate um like does it help like do you have citizenship when you move here or do you have to I have PR here uh,
2: sorry. PR is a permanent residence. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So after three years, or there is some time period. After this time period, I can apply as a citizen. Ah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Um. So, yeah,
1: I'm trying to think of other things to ask. If mean, there's so many things I could ask, what's your favorite part about being
2: in Canada so far? Oh, the snow weather. <laughs> really? The snow? <laughs> yeah. Because you know. Back home, I never see the snow. When I come here, when I came here, I just, I just feeling exciting to see the snow, like how it looks, how we feel Like now, I used to. Now I'm not so much excited, but I, I like this too.
1: Well, I can relate to that though. Like I am, I've had snow my whole life, you know. Yeah, I know. But it still gets exciting. Yeah. I go back and forth some days Mm. I leave the house and I just think it's so strange that so many of us choose to live here. Yeah. Like it feels like um it feels like we're not built for Mm it. Yeah. I put on everything I own and I'm still cold and I don't understand how so many of us chose this. But, but I like
2: yeah. the lake, lakes, all the lakes parts. Oh, I, yeah. I really enjoy this one too. In the summer, I whole summer, every Saturday, Sunday, I visit every each and every lake. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah.
1: I um, Yeah, there's a great access to Guelph Lake. Um, mm-hmm. If you can go in by foot, I mean, you can kind of park. You're not really supposed to park, but by day, the people on the street don't really mind. Yeah. But, um, it goes in off of Aramosa. There's a few different accesses yeah. off Aramosa and you can go into the lake and it's not like the public lake. Mm-hmm. There's just these little entrance points. Yeah. And you know so here
2: also a recreation center like yeah, Gulf, yeah Conservation, Conservation Area. yeah. This one is also very nice. Yeah. yeah. Well in this year, I don't know if
1: it would count. Um, as it or not but there's that um did you see the parks canada pass yeah and they give it a, They have it for free this year
2: oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah i have this one
1: yeah, yeah. i'm really excited about yeah, that it came in the mail for me about a month yeah. ago and yeah. it's like every national park national in canada, in canada. Yeah. yeah
2: yeah i have this one yeah it's so nice well what do you miss most about my India? family oh yeah yeah, my mom, my mother in law everyone I'm missing. Yeah. When I when I miss them, I just go to the conservation area, I see the lake. I just remember them and and yeah, I feel comfortable over there. That's beautiful.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so nice. It's mm-hmm. nice for you to yeah, find something that is really Canadian looking to yeah, too. to have your moment mm-hmm. to miss. Um yeah, is Canada really... Like, I guess our weather and everything must make everything different, right? Different trees, mm-hmm. different... Mm-hmm. What does it look like, like, where you came from in India? Like, in terms of uh, the terrain, is there lots of grass or trees or water? Oh, yeah, there is
2: lots of grass, lots of trees. And, yeah, people used to travel with the bus and trains. Here, the frequency of buses is good, but, like, not by... You know what... We just used to travel with the train and buses only. We cannot access more the flying things, aeroplanes oh, and everything. Okay. Here is each and every location we can we can run to the airport and we can take the plane oh, like that. But yeah. there no no no. How far do you have to go for an airport there? Uh, I think it's it's kind of like here, like we we go to the Toronto. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same like that.
1: Wow. But there's not that many of them. No, 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 no.
2: Huh? Yeah. I hadn't really thought about that. Yeah. No. I do feel like um. We just use trains and everything. And we have a lot of cars. Yeah. Right. Like I yeah here a lot of cars, but due to weather in the India, we just uh, we just use uh, like a scooter and everything.
1: Scooters. Oh yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Less cars.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, and you have more. Um, like the roads aren't as Paved the same way yeah. as ours, right? Like, art. We have so much, um,
2: so like much signs and numbers, yeah, signals I was going like like traffic yeah. lights and yeah.
1: infrastructure and painted yeah, lines and yeah. like the, the bit I've seen yeah. of um, India, like in, in TV or movies, it doesn't <laughs> look like uh, as, as yeah, having yeah. these
2: signals and everything. Yeah, yeah,
1: it seems a bit intense here. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm a driver. I'm yeah. used to it, but yeah. like. Um I think it must just be because our population is more spread out mm-hmm. there's just more room for people to have their own cars mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Every time I'm driving though I think it's weird that there's only like I'm alone in a big vehicle. Yeah.
2: It feels so
1: inefficient. <laughs> yeah,
2: sometimes it feels fig- feels, like, scary, right? Sometimes yeah. on the road, when we drive alone, it feels like, oh, just I'm alone. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, it's bizarre. Yeah. But I don't take a lot of buses here, but I guess, like, um, uh, yeah, I guess that was really common in mm. India. Do you drive here? Yeah. Yeah?
2: Yeah, I'm driving.
1: Cool. Did you start when you got to Canada, or did you drive <laughs> in India, too? I drive in India, too, yeah. People just don't do it as much? Yeah. I gotcha. Mm. Um... Cool. Mm -hmm. Well, what are you most looking forward to that you haven't done in Canada yet? Mm. I
2: did everything. Everything? (laughs) Yeah, because you know it's very hard to move from one country to another country, right? Here, I used to do everything, do survival job, do like I've I I also feel hard phase in my life too here because no family here no friends here sometimes no support oh, so yeah. i did by myself everything <laughs> yeah yeah even did some school even i i'm graduated in my field but still they need some some something from here like some courses from here so i did something from here wow mm-hmm. yeah i see what you mean so it's a lot of
1: work yeah, to to build it back up yeah um yeah well i mean it, at least this space is good for resources, yeah, right? Like yeah. um, it can take the edge off of some of that pressure. Mm-hmm. And they have a great they have a women's group here. Mm-hmm. that's really nice on Wednesdays mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like that's um I've heard from a few of the women here that that's how they first made friends here was oh, just okay. coming uh-huh. on Wednesdays and starting to meet everybody because yeah. part of what happens is people move in to the neighborhood but they're shy, yeah, they don't know anybody yet, yeah. and they don't know how to meet people, like, uh, yet, yeah, you know? Yeah,
2: sometimes they are not so much friendly. They are mm-hmm. friendly, but, you know, they are shy. That's why they can they cannot uh, come to cl- uh, like close together, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why, uh, yeah. Yeah, and especially if you have kids, because, yeah. like,
1: five-year-olds are a handful. Yeah.
2: My, my son is very friendly. Yeah. He has lots of friends. Oh, that's great. Yeah.
1: Yeah, five-year-olds are so impressive yeah, to me. Yeah. Like it's just every day that they come home. Yeah. I'm like,
2: what? Uh, I was, yeah. So many every stories. Day is like a different day for them. <laughs>
1: yeah. Is
2: uh, how many
1: places have you been so far since you've been in Canada? Have you gone to any other cities?
2: Oh yeah, I uh, I know the Aurelia, Barrie, then Hamilton. Yeah, no, a lot of places. Yeah. Have you traveled to them? Yeah, I oh. travel over there. Why did you go to Barrie? Um, you know, b- before that, I used to live in the Aurelian. So, oh, okay. So okay. Barrie is so close. Yeah. There. So I like la- lakes and every places. That's why I visited the Barrie for that. Have you been to um, Hockley Valley? Hockley Valley? It's like a ski
1: hill, but um, it's like just a most beautiful little drive. It's up in that area too. Closer, though, like um, my mom lives in Sudbury. Uh So when I go up, I go kind of uh, out by Aaron. Uh So like Highway 24. And then I cut over and I go just past Orangeville. Mm -hmm. And then I start heading north. But there's this little highway, there's this town called Loretto, mm-hmm. and it's on like like Highway 50, I think it's called, but there's the most beautiful little drives, oh. like they all weave around through uh-huh. all the trees, and yeah. um, and Hockley Valley has this big ski hill, oh. and I mean, it costs money if you want to go skiing, but it uh-huh. I, it's beautiful. I know though. here the
2: ski hill, you know, the... Do Would we you have one? yeah between gulf to the Mil- uh, milton oh yeah yep you're yeah. right yeah i see it on the highway yeah, yeah on the yeah. highway it's called i don't know but i visited there too yeah yeah i love this yeah have you skied yet no oh i don't know <laughs> well i haven't skied
1: since i was in high school yeah. which probably makes me a but terrible my son Canadian, wants but. to
2: do this so i just visited there
1: yeah. for him. <laughs> do the schools ever go skiing when I was a kid, we would go on field trips sometimes oh, and go no, skiing. No. I mean, it cost money, but mm-hmm. it was, um, we went no, that how. No, not. I mean, he's, he's so little, too. I think little, he is little, yeah. so that's why, yeah. That's probably true. I probably didn't yeah, go until I was older. Yeah. But, um, well, if you decide you want to try skiing, I haven't skied since I was in high school, but um, I remember Hockley Valley was really beautiful because they had like a very small hill uh-huh. to learn and oh, then a yeah. slightly larger hill and that's I never went any bigger than the slightly <laughs> larger hill but I it was but at least you beautiful. did right? <laughs> I did yeah. I, I would like to go back at some yeah. point the nice thing is those places usually have like all the equipment like you can mm-hmm. just rent it because I don't yeah. know a lot of us don't know if yeah, we want to be know. skiers we can't yeah. buy everything yeah
2: I know day by day it's so costly
1: <laughs> yeah well and it must have cost you so much to just get like all the winter clothing you need oh, when you get yeah. here, right?
2: Like Yeah, just clothing I'm my God, lots of money, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, even me. I like um and the because of the salt on the roads and the slush and stuff, your winter clothing gets really wrecked really quickly yeah, too. Yeah. If you don't buy good quality. I had to grow up and be an adult before I bought good boots. Mm-hmm. So it's like when I was a kid, I just had the cheapest boots ever, yeah. and every year the salt just like yeah. ate away at them. But mm-hmm. but it's expensive having kids in the winter, yeah, and their yeah. feet grow, and then their boots are too yeah. small, and you're like,
2: no. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But um, you've been to the clothing room here, though. Here, yeah, yeah. Downstairs, that that's pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Just, yeah,
2: I know. We can, yeah, we can take some things from there. Yeah. Yeah. It takes the edge off.
1: Well, if anyone's listening right now, the I should remind listeners of the onward Willow clothing room because um, anyone in Guelph can come and use the clothing room here. Yeah. It doesn't have to be willow. Mm-hmm. And they're awesome. They don't ask anybody to prove any particular level of need, mm-hmm. which is a really great thing. Like i um it's frustrating when resources are only available if you like prove that you're poor or something, mm-hmm. when so mm-hmm. many of us need that yeah. support for lots of reasons. Yeah, like
2: even, yeah, it's very nice. Like, you need to, uh, like, you can get the supports from here. Is mm mm-hmm. um,
1: Is it really expensive to go to the university here compared to India? Oh,
2: yeah. Or yeah? Yeah, because the currency. Oh. Yeah, you know, our currency is lower than the Canadian okay. currency. That's why we have to pay more in by our currency. Okay. Like, our one is equal here, <clears throat> equal here uh, 50 no here $1 equal there are 50 rupees okay so we have to pay so it's more expensive more here. more
1: expensive yeah but in India is um, the school private all the way along or just when they're little all the way along oh so that that costs money for there the whole are time few governments
2: there are few government schools but you know people won't like to access the schools they just like to access a private schools. Right. Because yeah. they give more activities. They provide some more, you know, resources and everything. That's why they need more.
1: Yeah. So do you feel like people in India grow up with a lot of pressure to, like, do really well in school then, too? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Because, you know, we have to... Stay Read theory more and more over there like theoretical part is so more in the yeah that's why yeah that's why we have to just read and read (laughs) did you like it though no (laughs) no that's why my son don't want to go back (laughs) that's so funny yeah yeah that's why he doesn't want like no no mommy i want to do my school here that's really funny yeah um yeah i i was
1: similar in high school and stuff i just did did every activity and Mm. i didn't want to learn anything
2: i know nobody likes right even my son doesn't like anything just just mama want me play (laughs) that's all (laughs) has he
1: found any new um games and things here that like uh like i in terms of uh like what do kids do for fun in india like little kids?
2: Yeah, like the same kids doing here like yeah. swimming, like uh, skate and everything but no, they do skating there is no skate because of the snow. Right, yeah. So skating and everything, yeah.
1: Yeah, do um kids still like play on iPads and video games and stuff like that?
2: Yeah, but less because less we have more outdoors games over there Oh yeah, due yeah. to the weather, you oh, know okay. they play cricket, volleyball, badminton, and all the thing. I see.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I was talking to a woman who moved here from India, and she was saying how when she was a kid, there was a lot of like outdoor play. Yeah, outdoor play. And yeah. she described a, a lot of like, um, like as a young girl, she played lots of sports and stuff sports too. There's yeah. lots of boys and yeah. girls playing sports together mm-hmm. and stuff, which is kind of neat because I feel like there's not. I can't think of as much of that here, like Mm -hmm. little bits, but a lot of things are like this sport for girls and this thing for boys, and it's very
2: separate. Yeah, it's kind of things happen sometimes there too. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. But you're happy that you moved here? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm happy.
1: Are you going to try Do you like Guelph or are you going to try Is there another city that has more lakes and things?
2: that I like Guelph. I'm enjoying here you know it's pretty small town not pretty small but it's a it's a town like uh, we can access everything here's the people is so nice even the this beautiful town lakes and everything over here so I like it.
1: Uh, I'm glad to hear it I've only ever lived in Guelph I've traveled a lot but like around Canada but I love Guelph.
2: Yeah. It's Compared to Toronto, I like here.
1: Yeah. well, so crowded over there. I know. But it's neat because we can just go to Toronto if we want to and then come home. Yeah. So it's like... Yeah. yeah.
2: It's like... Uh, we, our pressure
1: will be down. <laughs> Was it very crowded where you moved from? Like where... Did yeah. you live in a big city? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, India is... There is lots of population in the India. Yeah. It's so crowded.
1: Everywhere? Yeah, everywhere. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, everywhere.
1: So when you go to Toronto, it's like too much. Like, homeless. yeah, it's,
2: it's kind of India. <laughs> That's bloody. Yeah.
1: So there's no like um, little towns in India people can move to to be farther away. There are,
2: or? there are, but you know, big cities have more facilities and everything. That's why people. Most like to live in the big cities, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess it's like you describing yeah, for, living for their or, kids, right? Because yeah, kids need uh, more facilities and everything, right? So they just think to live in the big cities,
1: yeah. I guess if it's closer to schools and everything, mm-hmm.
2: yeah, I could see that.
1: And I guess if um, yeah. if people like to be able to take scooters and buses, yeah. it's probably easier if Easy you're in the bigger, them. yeah, yeah, um but it but you found a yeah I guess like when you're describing liking the lakes and trees and things it sounds like I don't know it sounds like you'll be very happy in Canada Mm -hmm. we seem to have them everywhere I love it too my kids too like every weekend Mm -hmm. sometimes even just after school Mm -hmm. just drive and just stare at a lake even Mm -hmm. for a little bit it's it's really nice um and when it's frozen it's beautiful too yeah it looks really nice I should let you go Yep. I'm sorry to keep you so long, no, but it's okay. Well, I hope that you um, can continue to tolerate Canadian winters <laughs> or even enjoy them.
2: Yeah, we have to, right? <laughs> we must.
1: <laughs> oh, it goes on for so long, yeah. but that's okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we all get used to it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Or we all like that we can complain to each other. That's the thing, too. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much everyone's allowed to complain about winter. Yeah. So. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I hope to see you again. Yeah, okay. See you. Bye. Yeah.
0: Welcome back to the Mobile Community Radio Show CFRU 93.3 FM That track you just heard is called A Swim and that is by Twin Rains, a band out of Toronto as off their brand new album Automatic Hand and you can check out more by Twin Rains by going to twinrains.bandcamp.com I am always looking for more music to include on this radio show I try to make this an opportunity for people to get some tracks on the airwaves that haven't heard a lot of radio otherwise So if you're listening and you have any beasts Besides home recordings, demos, um, anything that's been unreleased or maybe it was released by yourself and you'd like to get some more radio play, please consider sending it to me mobile at CFRU.ca with the subject recorded submissions and I will do my best to get it on the radio. Before the music break, I was talking to Besha, and now I'm going to go into my conversation with Josh and Dana. This was on the final day of being over at Onward Willow. So we're here at Onward Willow. Uh, Do you want to introduce yourself?
4: Hi, my name is Josh.
0: So Josh, uh, what brings you into Willow today? Uh, Well, I actually came to see uh, Dan,
4: and then you were there, and the whole thing went down like that.
1: Um, What was the context of you coming through? You were, they they said, like, I'm glad you're on board or something like that, and I don't.
4: (laughs) Well, thank you. It's a good board to be on. Um, I'm actually going to be sitting on the leadership team and the finance team here. Um, I do it across the street at Sheldale as well. So that's why I'm here today.
1: That's awesome. There's more and more crossover between the two spaces, I'm happy to see.
4: Yeah, I think there was in the past, and now there is. it's coming back together. I think that's a pretty awesome thing, because they're both amazing organizations. Each one kind of offers different things, but they also offer the same things, and Mm -hmm. that's that's, that's pretty rocking.
1: Well, it's been a neat thing to be witnessing over several months, because... um, yeah, I kind of I went to the Better Beginnings launch. Um well not the launch, the well the launch of the book, um, but yep. the anniversary party. And so I got to hear a lot of the back history of sort of that project. But then I've obviously been located out of the onward willow space and so I've been getting a lot of the different perspectives and people like Dana that crossover between both and it sounds like you are coming from both now. Yeah,
4: Dana kinda of got me involved in the Onward Willow side. He is the the president of our board at Sheldale, but yeah, the same with you. I was there for the book launch and a little bit before that. Yeah, uh, and I'm kind of. I think it's a great place to be on both sides, and I want to kind of get Onward Willow's name out there as well as Sheldale's name out there, and, and get the community more involved and get them knowing what we do and all the amazing things that we offer, programs and otherwise.
1: Well, do you want to get some of that out there right now? Can you think uh, of some on, things on, off on the which center? top of your head? Well, I mean, that's up to you, I guess.
4: Uh, I can probably talk about both. I know that um, Onward Willow does a homework club. Um, We do have great coffee, I understand, in the kitchen. There's a lot of great people around here who uh, are part of this neighborhood, and they want to help out.
1: Dana, you want to join us?
4: Uh, And Dana's here. He can join us, too. Uh, Sheldale offers all kinds of great stuff, too. We have a breakfast club, which Dana and I sit on. Um, They have a board of directors. We do before and after school clubs, and um, there's a team program and all this really awesome, amazing things. And we have some great staff and great coordinators, and we have some great staff here, and that's lori upstairs and dan with the gnsc and yourself Mm -hmm. for bringing this mobile radio to us and getting onward willow's name out there and that's an amazing thing yeah
0: um, well the mobile project's really fun
1: for me because um i've lived in guelph my whole life and so it's been really cool having like uh an opportunity to go to different neighborhoods like you grow up in an area i've haven't moved more than i don't know i lived like maybe a five minute walk from the center of downtown one way and now i live maybe a seven-minute walk from downtown the other way. I grew up
4: um, in the north end of town, so kind of closer to Fergus. So I used to drive by here, like going to school and stuff, but I didn't really know all that much about the Sheldale Centre and Onward Willow and and this whole area, right? I mean, now I live on Suffolk Street, so
3: that's a pretty great place to
4: be. But I have a lot of vested interest in this community, and uh, that's very important to me.
3: And then there's me, who attended school at Sheldale and Willow, and actually my best friend lived in this house. I saw the... um, dartboard scorekeeping thing you made
4: when you were in Sheldale. I understand you painted the S's? I did. in Grade 5. And then somebody found it in the attic. And we put it up on the wall and the nostalgia that Dana has is amazing.
1: (laughs) That's awesome. Um, I was a school bus driver for kids out towards Fergus um, into Guelph and it was neat because they went to my old high school, but they grew up um, over by uh, the Randy Badger, whatever it was called. I grew up a little
4: further in town than Randy Badger, kind of Highway 6 North. So there's a Pioneer, um, Campbell's Garage, stuff yeah. like that. So I kind of went that way. So I went to Marden. That was my public school. And then King George was my middle school. And College Chase was my high school. And that's ah. that's an awesome thing. So living out in the boonies is different. We have trees and, like, <laughs> property and stuff. And then you're in the city, and you can see all these pesky
1: cars driving around. And It's beautiful out there. Like, oh, it was, like, yeah. a stunning bus ride. Yeah. I yeah. Here's an
3: interesting bit of trivia, though. This space here, although it has been here since 1971, we still have a fair amount of skunks, raccoons, uh, muskrat, all that kind of stuff, Uh, coyotes just across the road. So it's kind of neat, though, being in the middle of the city, but still having that suburban sort of, you know, wildlife and haven't seen any deer, but I've seen plenty of other... Well,
4: I mean, we when we look at the window right now, we can see trees, so we're still kind of surrounded by that, but yeah, I mean, it just goes to show how great our neighborhood is, that even the raccoons want to come and hang out here, and (laughs) and that's pretty awesome because the raccoons are pretty cute, vanity-looking creatures, so...
1: Well, when I was a grade 7 and 8, I went to Willow and that was my only time really coming to this area of town when I was a kid, and uh, we were always under the impression our school could sink any day in the swamp. That's what we were told on a daily <laughs> basis. That was like the the you know this the folk lore that was spread around I, uh, by the neighborhood youth.
4: I went to, I went to King George and we heard the same thing about your school. So I guess there was a time I was grateful that I went to King George because we weren't about to sink into anything. So you seem to have survived. Willow seems to be there. It's a bit shorter, but it's still there. So
1: yeah, I that, often wonder how tall it was when it started.
3: Oh, I, I hear it to, was. To, I
4: hear it was. 20 stories tall if it was a foot and now it's do you it, know
3: it was like the the one in um, what was it Wayside where mm-hmm. you just take the elevator and <laughs> the school is just massive and you don't really that, know where that's, it pick that's absolutely
4: true I remember uh, being in grade 9 and being in high school my my school had all one level
3: mm-hmm.
4: uh, Centennial next door had a whole bunch of different floors and you're like yeah I need to go up there oh it's up next to the hot tub on the second floor and you're like man there's a hot tub in this school and it turns out when you're in grade 9 they're just pranking you it's actually there's actually no hot tub and there's no you know, we elevator next to it. Or. There was no
3: physette at GCBI. We got all of our exercise running up and down the stairs between classes. Uh, GCBI is a great big box. That's where my mom went.
4: <laughs> my, my grandma taught there. But she said it's a big box and you just got to look for the Japanese Zen garden and you'll be fine. So I passed it twice thinking, I think I've already been passed here. So I don't know what's happening.
1: I got to go under that garden. Oh, ooh, look mm-hmm. at you and your fancy suit I know. I've made friends with um, a repairman. He was going down there. He had this big um, container of mortar, and he was rolling up and down the hallway a few times, and I kept like swiping little bits of mortar, and him and I became friends somehow. It was, it was we- I had a weird teenage years. I always made friends with like the strange adults that were kicking around the school. <laughs> it uh, just... so-
4: sounds like Dan is playing with a toy over here, so we're sorry for all
3: that noise. Yeah, like, went off just... on Some <laughs> Black & Decker drill here. Um, well, Jenny's starting to talk about tunnels underneath GCVI, and, and all of a sudden the toys are the... going off. It's well, I mean...
4: I hear there's tunnels under Guelph everywhere, so I'm still curious to try to find one, and maybe we can get to downtown a lot faster.
1: Um, that oh. was funny. That was a Black & Decker children's workbench, I think, that we just heard there.
4: So clearly, yes. if we can use it, they're not doing the repairs they're supposed to be doing, so we're going to have to speak to someone about that.
1: Yeah, you did move it out to the middle of the floor now for I, well, people to see. So. That is
4: true. So I should, moved it. It didn't move on its own. No, that'd be cool if it did, though, because like we could be like, not only are we the Onward Willow Centre, and we're really cool, but we have you know, self-moving children's toys, which is... I think pretty awesome Yeah.
1: <laughs> so what else do you do in town oh you know I'm all over the place
4: doing this and doing that I'm, I am uh, I spend a lot of time being a brand ambassador for this neighborhood Sheldale and Honored Willow and I'm, I'm proud of that so I'm out there trying to get the community involved and, and make them realize how great this place is and otherwise I'm a father and you know a starving care. teacher a starving supply teacher, yeah, it's <laughs> it's hard out there when they're like, "Oh, we really like you, but we don't have a job for you this exact moment." And that I know is happening, not just to me, but to all kinds of people in yeah. our community, in our city. Um, I mean, we have, you know, we have a mayor; he's great, uh, and we have other people who are just just as great, I guess. But it's still sometimes it's a hard hard place to be, right? It's it's a hard. You get all these qualifications, like, no, 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 we don't have the job, and it's like, well, how can I get a master's degree in thirty years' experience if I'm only thirty, right? So yeah. Yeah, it's a hard thing to do. My
1: that. sister told me a story. She was living in New York City and she applied to be a coat check person and you get paid in tips. You don't even get paid mm-hmm. real and they wanted previous experience. Wow. Uh, yeah.
2: She's <laughs> so, like, yeah. Uh, that, that would be
4: one of those jobs where I'd be like, do you know a lot of people who have previous experience, you know, working in a coat check thing? Because like <laughs> you walk in and be like, now that's a ch- coat I could check.
1: Well, yeah, uh, she said it's pretty easy to just say that you have coat check experience because it's not really going to be much following up. But yeah, she said that's how extreme the um, experience thing is taken there. Like everyone's supposed to have like 30 years experience. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think that'd 30. be really cool because
4: you imagine like, so what have you been doing for the last 20 years? Well, I've been a coat check person and you can call my references and they're going to say great things. I mean, I'd like to be on the other end of that phone call, I think. So, they'll be like, so could you tell us about Josh's coat checking references? And he does. A, he hangs a great coat, you know, like.
1: Yeah, no, it's true The Guelph is weird. I, I heard Dana talking in the kitchen, too, about, um, like, I've been in a very similar position to Dana. I, I, my life right now is a hybrid of some employment and a lot of project making of, you know, sometimes there's little bits of uh, money that come in for little projects. A lot of the time it's just volunteer, mm-hmm. but yep. it's, uh, AI yeah, and Guelph, like, I grew up, I didn't go to university. I just graduated high school. I've always been here. And now I work at a university, which feels really funny. But um, yeah, at a certain point when I was a teenager, because I was a musician, so part of it was that I didn't really want to leave because I had built something here. (laughs)
4: Suffering for your art, I understand. Yeah,
1: But there was a point where I realized that um, I had more qualifications based on basically friendship in this town than i did in any sort of actual qualified way
4: i I would say that's that's kind of the way it is like i mean you meet people you start to go places dana and i do a lot of outreach for this community we have gone to eagles flight and a lot of other places where we've connected with all these people and you don't think much of it but it's like oh we you know we've got the winter warm-up event coming up at sheldale and it's like oh let's reach out to so and so and let's reach out to eagles flight and and do all that stuff and you're like you're surprised by hey you know dana and i went into the tim hortons as an example this is a good story for our winter warm-up at Sheldale. and when we walked in we we spoke to manj and andrew who are the owners and they remembered me as the extra base guy because i always order a a medium iced coffee with extra base and i thought to myself you know recognition is hard to get but it's those little relationships that you make that make it all worthwhile and it's a great place to be and it's it, that's what it's all about. I mean, teenage years, you don't have to have a fancy degree and 900 years experience to be able to do a great job and to be a friend and to be a good person. Right. Like, yeah.
1: Well, do you guys both also have the same problem mm-hmm. as me of, uh, you go to write a resume and you're like jobs, it's like, <laughs> but it's like still eight pages long somehow. Yes. And there's like no jobs, but I mean, eight pages of resume. Yeah.
3: Um, yeah. but, but I'm finding that that's why places like Sheldale, um, and I'm finding a lot of other places like the community health center, um the gnsc specifically they look at long term volunteerism as as basic job experience mm-hmm. it, um so yeah but it it is ridiculous so you need you know um to to go from you you need all this experience to be a co-check girl but, if you have the right connections, you can walk into a pretty sweet job. Um, are we talking about a certain person or are we just talking about we're to just gen- talking about well, I'm, I'm just saying because like, yeah. yeah. apparently
4: in the u s you can do anything you want to do if you put your mind to it
3: <laughs> but but yeah, uh, I mean like like n s w positions they're perfect for somebody who you know is like you know um, not necessarily somebody who has years and years of work. Yeah. experience yeah. but yeah. lived experience within you know um small communities um, and, and
4: that's that's exactly what it is you can't buy the experience that an nsw or a neighborhood assistant or someone like that has because it's not something you can learn in school it's something you learn about being a part of the community and i know in this community we're very lucky to have dana because every time we need something it's let's go ask dana because we figure he's been here for <laughs> you know son sheldale was built uh, not the center but the school so he there's not too much that goes on around here that he doesn't know and that's that's where you get the experience i'm on an eight page resume okay in theory it's seven but one page is jobs or s is like look at all this really cool stuff i did my mom ran a missing children's organization i volunteered with them since i was knee-high to a grasshopper and you know i volunteer at sheldale very proudly and onward willow and you know volunteering is making a difference and if you can make a difference in a person's life yeah it's nice to be able to pay those pesky bills that come in and those pesky car payments and all that stuff but it's also great to know that you've affected someone's life in a positive way and even if that's just being at the center answering the phone and saying hello to someone, you that could be the best interaction they've had all day. And that's what's important. Yeah. It's all about the legacy that you leave for people. It doesn't matter how much money you have. It's just about being that great, amazing person that your mama raised you to be, right? So.
1: Oh, I love that too. Like um, the volunteer, um, times like the projects that I work on, it just there's so much autonomy. Like, you can carve out something that's never existed yeah. before. You can make a role that's, that that's, you can see the actual, and as opposed to just um, signing on for a pre described position that you have to follow all these guidelines to get money, it's like you get to really invent something based on what you can bring to the table. The GNSC right?
3: and myself basically created my job, it wasn't, it didn't exist until. Until they until until they and, until, it. Yeah, until they, they <laughs> made it happen, yeah, but that's the thing right the the recognition for the great stuff you do um it may not be full time but it, it's very fulfilling I, I know that I can go in the morning um and I've got the respect of the youth now, so um it, j- just just to know that that there's kids that you see them in the in the, the neighborhood and they're struggling, but I know that at least. I'm responsible for making sure they go to school with a full belly. Mm -hmm. And And that means a lot
4: to me. Yeah, that's one of the rewarding things. I mean, it's always worth that vulnerable moment when you get to know someone and in turn they get to know you. Because you can't go back and it doesn't matter what their lives are. If we're right there to make that difference and feeding them breakfast or telling that joke or just, you know, walking them across the, the Sheldale playground to school and you're making the difference in their life by listening, that's what's important. The great thing about Sheldale and not just this community, but any community, I think it's based on friendship and working together i mean in the sheldale center and with albert willow we have family and children's services and although they get a bad rap there's some very decent people there we have the gnsc we have um what is it uh public health public health and the community health center and they all work together and we've got great you know fncs supervisors who come down and help um our breakfast club program and we have our coordinators who come in and take earlier time in their day to come and make sure that we're being
3: and he's probably gonna kill me but counselor phil alt volunteers three days and, a and week he at the he, breakfast he, club. He wears a wicked apron,
4: so I'll <laughs> tell you what, no one can serve a pancake like Phil Alt. And, uh, you know, we we get that kind of community involvement, and that's something he doesn't have to do, but wants to do, and it, and it makes a difference, because again, you think of someone from Family Children's Services, and we have Ed and Teo who come down and help us out of the Sheldale office, and you think they're stuffy, and you think, oh, well, you know, Phil Alt's a counselor, he can't possibly care, but he's here doing mm-hmm. the right thing, the amazing people. We have Dan, and all those other awesome people that are in our kitchen, Margie, who's cooking us up and today happened to be a very mean taco so <laughs> let me tell you uh you want to come here for taco wednesday it's pretty awesome
1: Ah, uh, funny that you picked wednesday though
3: Tuesday, I, so I, I we yeah. had to be different <laughs> yeah.
4: it, it was Tuny tuesday too and then we're like you know let's not be a cliche let's do it our own way and that's the way we kind of roll here in this amazing neighborhood that we're in so if you ever want like a random taco or a pancake or something really cool a mean wicked
3: poured bowl of cereal and, and, and we could and change to it from taco wednesday to wrap wednesday oh and yeah you got the ww the yeah. right yeah we also <laughs> did the, the we're BL... flexible
4: we're... yeah we will give you a blt or or just an lt or a belt whatever it is you care to have you can have mm-hmm. and sometimes but the flt when we use the turkey bacon and it's faking bacon that's faking bacon, less than tomatoes so a fl- that's a filt. that's a filt. <laughs> and and we're, we're very proud of dan and i are proud <laughs> that we came up with that filt. and we've always got you know a word or some advice, joke, or some yeah. kind of some kind of wisecrack to say we. Uh, Lori Save, who's our director of Sheldale, Better Beginnings, Better Futures. What does she call them? Dad jokes. Dad jokes, and, and we let
3: her participate. Yeah,
4: we. It's although she's not a dad, but she's not a dad, but she has a dad, and <laughs> uh, you she know, gets she gets the dad jokes. She gets the dad jokes, and she saves them especially just to tell us. And she's so proud. I mean, I have an email <laughs> from her with the heading of Dad joke. Yep. So. If that doesn't get us fired, nothing's going to, that we just wrapped that <laughs> secret out. But I figure, hey, we're safe with that. Um, but, you know, it's a beautiful day. I'm looking out the window. I'm looking at the clock because we all have kids to go pick up from school. And
1: That's true, eh? And,
4: and I'm honored to have been able to be here and to be mm-hmm. on the radio. And um, I better say hi to my mom, hey, mom, because she could be listening. Um, otherwise, it's beautiful. It's a great neighborhood. And we hope that if you're taking our mobile studio away, Dan and I will look kind of strange just standing here at the window talking. Uh, no, we're going
1: to come back with a micro studio, though. That's the plan. Um, like, we're, is that like yeah. a mini studio? It's like basically it's small, or? Um, really similar to, the like it's going to have two microphones and the basic equipment to do recording like you've been doing now with the computer that's here. It's just, um, it won't have this big unit, you know, capable of playing CDs and stuff, which most people don't use these days anyway. Yeah. No, it's just I'm It's a little all for bit more radio. stripped down. But yeah. um, part of why we come with the big equipment is it's just more, um, it makes you feel more in the moment, like for yeah. somebody trying to believe that it's radio for the first time, this has a far more engaging and radio appearance. A- exactly,
4: it, it really does. And I have a friend who's actually taking radio broadcasting in school, and he brought something called a task cam or whatever it is, mm. and he can sit there and record the about it. And I mean, never felt so silly. Talking into the middle of a table. So this is
1: the thing, though. When the micro studio comes, it'll be far smaller, but we're counting on the fact that we're going to go back to spaces that have had radio before, so we'll be counting on you to extend your disbelief a little, you know, like to trust us that this is also going to do the job. Can we make that portable?
4: Dan and I could take it out in the public. It is portable. It's going to be in a suitcase. Could we take it with us when we go places? Yeah. We can set that up at Sheldale or heck, right down at the, you know, City Hall, or we can go talk to Phil and interview Phil, because I know he'd love that.
1: Well, that's the thing to understand. I'm not leaving. I'm leaving for now, in theory, to bring the big equipment to another place so that another place can experience it for the first time. But I'm not gone. I'm everywhere. I'm constantly <laughs> moving around the town. I'll be back to all the micro studios well, to re-engage people. When does
4: the micro studio come in? Like right away? Or? We're,
1: we're, um, they're designing them right now over oh. at... Um, yeah, there's well, a couple da. of volunteers and our technical coordinator are figuring out a way to make it compact so it can be in this little suitcase. Technical so. coordinator. Yeah, oh. February, March-ish. Um, probably fancy. closer to March, I would guess, to get all the equipment they need. But. Well, that,
4: that's very... Cool because I feel that we could probably take it to Sheldale. We could interview everybody, Dana. Yeah, and when you have a radio mic in front of you, oh, they answer all the tough questions (laughs) where'd you get that extra ketchup? You know, where do you keep the good coffee? Stuff like that. Like, we we got to find that's that's the important things. We could be out out and about in the community, I think. Mm -hmm. And you know, you you won't be here physically, and neither will this big studio. But we have a a picture of you with the microphones that we're going to leave on the desk here in the micro studio (laughs) as a reminder that. We used to have that big studio And now look what we've come down to Right Well so. it can
1: come back It comes to events and things too. And I have her
3: number It is Jenny It's eight six seven five three oh nine. Wow That sounds like a song Wow <laughs> <laughs> huh. Hope we don't get any copyright
4: problems there. I'll tell you what.
1: Well, I do. I know you guys have to get going, but I do want to give one other comment um, from Please a perspective do. of being here. Um, one thing that I find really fascinating in neighborhoods that have a lot of people coming through um, who, you know, have been on assistance or are on assistance or struggled with alcoholism or drug, you know, like anywhere on the spectrums of those things, it's really fascinating to me how um, much that becomes some of the biggest um qualifications in terms of people really building trust and, and empathy and like i've been on assistance and i would say of all of my qualifications that is the one that makes me the most capable of engaging at every one of these spaces because people can tell when you've been poor or when you it, are but it, not in a bad if way if i but, jump
4: in for that yeah. i'm not i'm not rich either uh i'm not
0: well no but yeah, nobody yeah, no, no. is when they're and all I mean, volunteers we in we, you
4: know. onward will have the lowest or the highest poverty rate I believe in Guelph which, which is sad in this day and age but I, I'm, I'm one of them and I live here and, yeah. and I love it and you know what I don't have an addiction I've never had an addiction so I'm coming to it from the Ice other coffee. side but well I like the iced coffee extra base or else there's no point um, but I'm here to make that difference and although I, I don't have an addiction and I'm not struggling with one I still know what it's like to not have money and I still know what it's yeah. like to, to lose well, things. Well, that's why and, I brought it up. Like, yeah. yeah cause no, and I, yeah. we have people that, that are recovering and whether they're a day, a month, a year, an hour, five minutes, we're proud of them and we're here to help them. And although yeah. I'm not going through the same thing, doesn't mean I don't kind of understand or comprehend and oh, I'm here any time to talk to the community and, you know, how can I help? It's it's part of outreach and it's what Dana and I do very, very well. And... We don't need those fancy degrees because we have that life experience. And that's a, you yeah, can walk in yeah. with, with your BA, or your MA, or whatever it is you have. Not that people with MAs are bad because we know a couple of great ones. But it's one of those things that this is life experience. And this is being having an addiction doesn't fall on deaf ears. And it doesn't make a difference whether or not I have a degree or not. Being a oh. friend and listening is an amazing thing. And that's part of outreach that I love the most yeah. because you make that difference. But it's, it's easy to, to sell
3: something you believe in.
1: Well, that's what I mean. That's why I wanted to tuck it in there, because I feel like if somebody was listening and thinking, um, feeling in any way self-conscious about what they would bring to the table without those degrees and stuff like.
4: I I agree. And I don't have a fancy university diploma or anything like that. And I mean, I've covered a lot of maternity leaves. I've been there's times where I've been unemployed and and that doesn't change who I am. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there in the world with big, fancy degrees and fancy jobs that are still fighting addiction or fighting abuse of some kind or, or being the cause of you know, that abuse or whatever, Mm -hmm. just because you have a degree doesn't make you any better. And I mean, I always tell people to turn bitterness into betterness because it takes a big person to be better. Yeah. And it's real hard in those moments. But, you know, we're here keeping it real. And I'll tell you what, it is well, well worth it because it's an amazing, amazing community. And I love the support that we're going to have. And that not that we're going to have, that we do have. So, Well,
1: I'll be grabbing both of you guys again for a little micro studio launch. We can
3: have a show called Just Josh and...
4: Just Josh and I oh. like that, and we'll trademark it too. So <laughs> I'll just wear the tag. You can be just, and I'll be Josh and There you go. I think our moms will be very proud of us. <laughs> thank you for all that you do. You're a pleasure to have oh, around, thanks. and we hope to see you back with the studio oh, and again. We've it, got yeah. your picture there for great memories.
3: So
1: yeah, okay, sounds good. And C
3: F R U, uh, have a great day. Yeah, and again, thanks, yes, um, yeah. Thank you um again. This is another skill that uh I don't know when I'll use it, but I'm glad Ooh, I have this. That's a good point. I, can I know tell this. people be
4: like, "Man, I've been on the radio for exactly. crying out. Like, how cool is that? Like, I don't want to brag. Well, anybody who page knows eight. me knows I do. Yes, page you Page eight
1: of the resume. Yeah, I yeah. do want to brag. So
4: yeah, page eight, I'll be like, dude, I was on the radio talking about like random things. Like, so basically my life just in front of a microphone. That's it. Mm-hmm. So just, that's what Just Joshin, Tune in. I think it's going to be great.
0: <laughs> Thanks, guys. See you later. Thank you for listening to the Mobile Community Radio Show. Thank you so much to Pasha and Dana and Josh and to Onward Willow for being such a wonderful host. I was there for a few months and I really loved it and I hope I will return with the micro studio soon. I am currently located over at the Villages of Riverside Glen so you will start to hear some episodes coming out of that space in the coming weeks, which is really great. And then we'll be moving on to another neighborhood group. So thank you for listening. Tune in again next Monday at 1 p.m. for more Mobile Community Radio.